Welcome back to the Two Guys Named Chris Show. Lisa Lanier standing by for Lawyer Up. Inside several legal cases today. But first, we mentioned this. Chris Dim said the DNA of a tree had to be matched. It was There was a, a positive match. The only chance of being wrong was one in how many? One in a undecillion. Un, one undecillion chance. Which is a one, the number one, mm. followed by 36 zeros. Before this morning, I'd never heard that number, that word. Okay. Me neither. This kid has figured out a way, how many different ways to arrange a standard deck of cards. 52 cards can be arranged in this many ways. 80 uvagentillion, 658 vagentillion, 175 novenicillion, 170 octodicillion, 943 septendicillion, 878 sexdicillion, 571 quindicillion, 660 quatuordicillion, 636 83 quintillion, 277 quadrillion, 824 trillion. I think I heard him say undecillion. He did. did. Right, right in the middle of it. No! Oh. <laughs> All right. Enough of this now. It's not nice, is That it? young man figured that out and did it very, very nicely. That's just like a... Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's like a, just you can just plug that into a machine, right? And it would just... Yes, figure it out. But he, but it took him thirty seconds to by say, hand. Oh, just just to say the number. Just to say the number. It yeah. took him. 30 I didn't know there were names for numbers that high. Uh, really, it goes. I didn't either. Sometimes when we would sit around the dinner table, you know, when when like we were your kids' age, Kelly, Lisa Lanier's kids' age, and we were to kind of you know talk about big numbers, and then somebody would always come swooping into infinity. infinity. Yeah, <laughs> and then I had Jerk O'Brien Thomas would go, oh yeah, uh, infinity plus one, impossibility. <laughs> they do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right we would go at it over that one too mm-hmm. at least the other thing was math was always percentages and they ever say oh well this is the, the prices are 300 percent higher mm-hmm. i had a math teacher say nothing can be more than 100 percent yeah I, it's I was, always 100 percent is the highest i've always thought that too you can say it's three times more mm-hmm. or 300 times mm-hmm. more but you can't say 300 percent uh when somebody says what I'm if go- someone wants to give 110 percent on the field it's wrong <laughs> you can't do it <laughs> can't do same it. thing when, when the i coach, mean that's that's pithy you can't do it but you can't do you it. can't really do it here's a woman who gives 110 percent all the time her name's lisa lanier lisa how are you today i'm fantastic that kid was painful to listen to he just guaranteed he will never be invited over for a play date ever you guys are like torturing me with that this morning i was like waiting i was like oh, no. that kid's never gonna shut up listen right? she doesn't suffer stuff like that she won't you know they, no. she got her kids a pet rabbit she gave it away <laughs> <laughs> Look, elf on the shelf, to hell with it. Next. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not doing it. She's told us her attitude on these things. She doesn't She doesn't have yeah, time for all that. Yeah, uh, somebody need to tell that kid to go do that in another room. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Let's talk the law now. The big high-profile case going on with Alec Baldwin in this accidental sh- shooting on the set of Rust a few weeks ago. The key gaffer now, who is an electrician on the set, is taking legal action against Baldwin and the armorer, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, and the assistant director, Dave Halls, because the bullet that struck the woman and killed her, he says, whizzed by his head as well. He was nearly shot, and it's caused him extreme emotional distress. He has had uh, nightmares. He's had horrible... uh, He he just can't function after this event. Do you think he's going to wind up getting money from Alec Baldwin and the others as well? You know, I think they'll probably end up settling with him, but he has sort of a a weak case in some ways because Mm -hmm. 
he did not suffer. He claims a physical injury, mm. but it's very attenuated. He says that as the bullet whizzed past him, he was six feet from the gun. He says that uh, gunpowder or some debris like hit him in the face and hit his glasses. And uh, but you know, I mean, I, that's just not. That's pretty weak. And then, but his bigger his bigger claim is the emotional issue of you know he was the one that held the cinematographer while she died, and he was very very good friends with her. Mm. But New Mexico law, which is going to control here. It's very hard to have an infliction of emotional distress claim without an attendant physical injury. And in order for him to do that, he's going to, for negligent infliction, he's going to have to show that he had a physical injury as well. But for intentional infliction, he doesn't have to have the physical injury, but he has to show that they were grossly negligent, not just merely negligent. Okay. Mm. So it's interesting. But I think they'll settle with him because I think Alec Baldwin seems like he's, I think he feels terrible about all this, and he's probably going to end up wanting to do the right I thing. I think he will settle with this guy, too. It sounds like, not to get too personal here, but our, our own weather, Dave, got shot more than this this man here. With I'll them. handle this. This guy don't get nothing. He, Dave got shot. I'm going to tell you right yeah. now. Dave, Dave got, got shot. Did get I shot. had him whiz past me. I had him uh, graze me. So don't even talk to me about that. This guy, you, you want yeah. to throw him a thousand bucks just to shut his mouth, throw it to him. Right. He doesn't get anything for this. You should have gotten something, Dave. Yeah. From who? I, you should <laughs> Do you know how much money you should have gotten? 80 uva gentillion, 658 uva gentillion, 175 Right, Lisa? That's the money. That's how much money does... How much money does Lisa Lanier yeah. get you in a lawsuit? 665 I'll take half of it in cash. That's right, right now. You'll settle out of court for that. I know yeah. that. I don't want to hear this other stuff. Get this shouldn't even been on the docket today, Kelly. Come on Oh, now. I apologize. Gee, Manny Christmas. Here's some prisoners that are suing three men are suing oklahoma county jail employees who investigators found forced them to stand handcuffed for hours and listen to the children's song baby shark on repeat over and over and over again so they are suing now that oklahoma county lisa what do you think the baby shark lawsuit do the inmates win yeah i think they're gonna win here it's uh it's basically for a long time it's been considered a form of torture to cause any kind of detainee to listen to loud, unpleasant music for a long period of time. And so, so you, th- you consider that loud, unpleasant music? Yeah, they played it really loud, apparently, for a long time. But yeah, it's, uh, it's right up there with that kid saying that big number, right? Like, you know. Right. This is what you put on right. big speakers and play over into North Korea right, yeah, over and over. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's right. So how much will they wind up getting, do you think? You know, I think that um, that's the thing. I, I don't know that it'll be a, a lot of money because compared to what has happened, you know, what the CIA has done, what uh, what has happened at Guantanamo Bay, where these things have been ruled to be torture, mm-hmm. um, those were like 24 hours of, you know, having been chained to a wall like this and listening to this loud music, so you're sleep deprived and that sort of thing. Here, these guys misbehaved and they did this for two hours to them. Okay. So it's really not that bad. I mean, I think it's it's considered torture. But it's really not that bad. Okay. As torture goes, it's not that bad. So I don't think they'll get a lot of money. But the, the officers involved have all been charged criminally. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely something that I think uh, yeah, they're not supposed to do. Okay. Uh-huh. I don't hate this song. You don't, I know. You like it. Yeah. You like it. your nieces? Yeah. Singing all the time with them. Yeah. How many times have you heard it? 80 Uva Gentillion, 658 Uva I mean, I know they play it a lot for your nieces. All the time. <laughs> That many times. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, the, CIA, the CIA needs that kid. They need that kid. <laughs> That's yeah. right. That's what they need. Now, 
Another celebrity in the news today, George Clooney, has written a letter to Britain's Daily Mail tabloid asking them to stop posting pictures of him and specifically his children because he thinks it could make his children targets for international terrorists. His wife is a human rights attorney who often will confront and put trial uh, put on trial terrorist groups, so he's concerned for the health of his children. Who wins in a case like this? Does the Daily Mail say, well, sorry, you, you know, it's fair game. You're out on public, whatever. We can take a picture of you and post them. Or does he win because there really is a legitimate threat to the safety of his family? What do you think here, Lisa? I'm on his side on this. What do you think? Yeah, well, it's just a battle of public opinion and trying to convince people not to follow tabloids like that if they do it. Because he has no standing to file a lawsuit or anything. There's no protection mm-hmm. for his children. Um, the only place that most, in the vast majority of places, both in Europe and the United States, you know, if you're out in public, uh, you know, you're fair game, whether you're a kid or you're an adult. California passed a few years ago a law that made it a misdemeanor to photograph celebrity children, but that's the only place. And he's, I think he lives in Italy most of the time, and mm-hmm. he just, um, you know, he wants he wants them to voluntarily refrain from doing this. There is a big movement among celebrities. Uh, Kristen Bell is a big proponent of this, and she encourages fans to sort of boycott these tabloids and these magazines if they have paparazzi out hunting their children. And so that's what they're going after here is that sort of the court of public opinion, not anything legal. I love Kristen Bell. Yeah. All right. I do, too. I, I like her husband, too. They're very cool. <laughs> oh, Dax. Dax. Kristen, Dax. He don't yeah. like that. Kristen uh, don't like Dax. Just, uh, I'm just over them. Yeah, I like old Kristen Bell. I think she does such a nice job. Uh, Chris, as what? Um. <laughs> well, I liked her in Frozen as the voice in Frozen, and I really liked her in... Uh, Sarah, forgetting Sarah, Sarah Marshall. Marshall. I like the good place. Yeah, I like her. I think she's a terrific actress. Okay. Well, okay. if I if I, not not to muddy the waters with with the with Kristen Bell anymore, but Lisa in California, how do you define taking a, a celebrity's child? Yeah, yeah. How big a celebrity is a celebrity? Polly yeah. Shore? Yeah. No. no yeah. I, I don't think so. <laughs> right. Yeah. Time to play celebrity high low. I think anyone uh, anyone who had a bit of notoriety, I think, would be able to qualify under that's that. That's too vague. But, um, but it, and it's just a misdemeanor. Yeah, it's not really. It is vague. It hasn't really gone that's, anywhere. It's but. bad law. It's I, bad law. If, well, if you take a picture of somebody with their kids in a stroller and you put it on the on TMZ or whatever out yeah. in the open, yeah. uh, that you have to blur out the kid's face? Is that how that works? Lisa? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they should. Yeah, that's what they're supposed to. And I think what they're really, mm-hmm. you know, what they're really trying to, to do is these, basically these paparazzi are, you know, they're chasing these kids. And, they, you know, you've seen, mm-hmm. you know, we've heard about this since the Princess Diana tragedy, but there's been lots of other, you know, more recent situations where these folks are like in George Clooney, he had somebody scaling a tree next to his property to take pictures of his kids recently. They go to all these extreme lengths yeah. where, where the celebrities are trying to hide the kids. And, mm-hmm. and they, he has, Clooney has a really extra special reason, not just, yeah. look, we're celebrities and we don't want this, but you yeah. might get my kid killed because yeah. the Al-Qaeda people are after my wife. I'm with him on that. <clears throat> I'm with him yeah. on that. I, I do. <laughs> yeah. I, that is true. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Okay, and the last story, sports related now. The Chicago Bears are rumored to be moving out of Soldier Field. The uh, stadium is antiquated. They've redone it, but it still only seats around 60,000, the smallest in the NFL, which I didn't know. Hmm. And when they upfitted it, now people are saying, you never should have done that. It really was a great old facade they didn't want to lose, but then the upfit was not done properly and really couldn't be done properly in that spot. They want to move to Arlington Heights, where more fans live anyway, where the Bears fans live. Here's the deal, though. People pay as much as thousands of dollars for the PSL licensing in Soldier Field. Once they move, they don't have 
rights to the new seats in the new stadium. It's all up for grabs now. Right. And so they and they've paid in advance and they don't get that money back. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's right mm-hmm. either, Lisa. How how can this happen? Can they legitimately move and not give them a seat in the new stadium? How does it work? Yeah, they sure can. Unfortunately, uh, there's no legal protection here. These PSLs, as they're called, um, they don't transfer from stadium to stadium. They run concurrently with the team's lease on the building. Mm. Even if the you know even if the franchise owns the building, there's still a, a lease involved there. Um, so they basically whatever they signed when they bought it made it clear that it would not transfer. So they mm. they're out of luck. But there is talk that the Bears is, the team is going to offer them some kind of special deal when they get to the new place. And this is kind of a, it's also kind of an unprecedented thing. We've, we've only seen this in recent years. It started with the Carolina Panthers when they did the same thing in order to raise money for a new stadium. Mm-hmm. And now all the teams are doing it when they decide to move that they're partially funding the new stadiums with these, you know, these fan dollars. And there's really not been a situation where, because it's so new, that they've then moved again or anything. You know, so it's, this will be the kind of the first time right. that people have paid that money to renovate a stadium and then had it the, move fairly soon. I mean, it's been a while, but yeah. Um, but these people paid up to, I think, ten thousand. Um, I know twenty six. I think twenty six thousand was the highest one for a they, C, for a PSL. And, and that's that, not the yeah, ticket, right? No, that's not even the ticket. That's, no, that's the right, that's to, buy the right the to buy the ticket. Right to buy the right. ticket. That's right. how to build the stadium, and now they got to redo it again because they're moving yeah. that stadium. You know, when it was old Soldier Field, it was really historic looking. And mm-hmm. when they they didn't want to move, so when they built around it, I always I heard even at the time that was really tough to do. Now it looks totally different. You know, it does. It still has that facade, but exactly. it's so out of place. It does. It's like it doesn't match up. And don't well. tell me they're going to put a dome on the new one. Oh, course. they better not. Of course they will. Oh, they better not. Of course they no, will. They're going to. That's what everyone wants. That's exactly what they're going to do. So they can get a Super Bowl in Chicago. They wanted, they wanted to do it. They yeah. wanted to do it on Soldier Field. Put a dome on. Yeah, and the the, the American Legion and the Veterans of Foreign Wars, and they oh. all came up and said, if you put a dome on that, you can stop calling it Soldier Field. That's right. You're said, because done. our guys didn't fight. Yep. In a dome. Do you know how many quarterbacks they've had since they last won a Super Bowl? 80 Uvagentillion, 658 Vagentillion, 175 Yeah, it's been a long time. Long. For the Bears. 